Hello gamers, hello trainers, hello freaks, hello geeks. Welcome back to the Geek King's Declaration. I'm your host, the Geek King Paws, otherwise known as Connor Paws. And today we are talking about collectibles. One of the biggest um, things in a geek's life um, to express their interest um, in many cases. Um, if you don't understand collectibles, maybe this episode will help you understand collectibles. And if you do understand collectibles then maybe this episode will speak to you. This is a heavy topic to talk about. There's, like, a lot of stuff. Like, it, it's meaty, not heavy. It's not, like, it's not like overbearing to talk about or anything. It's just there is a lot to go into. Um, so before we get into all of that, I just want to real quick thank you guys for watching. I hope you guys are enjoying all of these podcast episodes. Um, make sure that you're following along and go listen to some of the other episodes if you haven't listened to them. You know, if this is your first one, make sure to follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And if you're enjoying these episodes, please share these where you can. Any help is greatly appreciated. And once again, link in the description will bring you to all of my socials, as well as a merch store, which helps support me and this whole podcast. So, yeah, go check it out. Alright, now let's get geeky. So collectibles, for a lot of people, it is seen as oh, very childish, very like you're you're still buying toys and stuff. And and I really, I I, I don't I understand why people have that stigma. So I, it's not like I like it or dislike it. I just I don't have that thought process against it. Um, I do think I do think that there is some some connection maybe um, to growing up and how you choose to grow up. But uh, the way I see it is that there's this quote by Walt Disney. Growing, growing old is mandatory, and growing up is optional. And I, I love that. I love that so much. Because um, you, you, can, you can always, you're, you're going to grow old no matter what. Um, the rate at which you mature, that's your choice. But I want to make it very clear that just because someone buys collectibles does not say anything about their maturity level. For many, these are things that they wanted most of their lives. Maybe they wanted it all the always as a kid. They wanted they wanted that Lego set, um, but they could never afford it. Their parents could never afford it. They always they always struggled, um, and so finally they got older. They got a job and they were able to afford that set. And this is the first thing they buy, of course, because they can. For me, collectibles are an amazing way to physically connect to the worlds that we fall in love with. It's it's a great way to really visualize the um what they what they mean to you sometimes even um for for example like maybe maybe a certain character is very meaningful to you to me right now a character that's very meaningful to me is invincible and kratos from god of war um because i i, I resonate with their stories or with their messages um and so i i have kratos's axe his leviathan axe and this 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 replica um, not only is it is it a beautiful display piece in my room and and makes a lot of people jealous when they see it it's just it's just a cool thing like even if you're not into God of War people look at that axe and they go okay that's that's kind of cool um, <laughs> but but the symbol in itself we talked about this with God of War if you don't know um, Kratos is the God of War and he kind of kind of evolves into this this peaceful God of peace he changes in, over time and his weapon as well changes. When he's a very vengeful god of war, he has the blades of chaos, which are which are like to attack. And then as he gets older, um, in the fourth and the fifth one, 
um, installment, he has the Leviathan Axe. And an axe, it can still be used as a weapon, but it's not primary focus as a weapon. Um, its primary focus is to chop down trees. In fact, the first thing we see Kratos do with the Leviathan Axe isn't attack anyone, but it's cut down a tree in the fourth God of War. And so that is that, that is a very symbolic um, piece of collectible memorabilia that I, that I have um, from a very, very respected storyline. Um, I have an invincible action figure. Um, he's a very inspirational story as well. Um, a very similar story to Spider-Man with great power comes great responsibility and all of that. Um, uh, both of them are great inspiration. I have in, great inspirations. I have I have a bunch of Spider-Man, bunch of Invincible stuff around my room because of how big of inspirations they are. It's no different than um, say you have like a I know I know there are people who say they have like pre presidential or election posters in in their room because they they idolize those people or or um or, or certain uh, actors or pop stars or um even even going way back to to ancient ancient Greece. Uh, let's talk about mythology, um, kind of like, you know, we were talking about Kratos, so I guess we're kind of tying back, but we're talking about like the regular mythology, not like the pop culture today. Um, Zeus and, and Athena, um, people worshipped these gods and they'd wear pendants based off of them um, because they resonated with what the gods stood for or something. And these were these were. These were believed to be real, but now now we kind of see them as stories in today's day and age. Um, but there are still people who will wear like um, certain amulets based off of certain gods because the, the god's message or what the god stands for really resonates with them. And I, I see it very similarly with collectibles. Um, someone, someone might really like a message that Batman has. This one's very basic, but maybe they stand for the fact that Batman stands against the corruption and doesn't kill and like does a lot of good. Like maybe there's something that really connects with them about Batman. They buy a bunch of Batman statue, Batman cowl, Batman, Batman, um, uh, what busts, um, stuff like that. Uh, it, it's it's something that is aesthetically pleasing that they can connect to, and um, for for me that that's like a large majority of why I love collectibles. But deeper than that, like it, it it's it's so much deeper than just it looks cool and it's aesthetically pleasing. I've been thinking about how to film this and record this episode for a while. I finally decided on how, what what I wanted to talk about and how I wanted to do it um, today because I purchased a Cal Kestis statue who is a character in the game Jedi Fallen Order. I have a tattoo of his lightsaber. I love his I love his storyline. Um, his storyline is one of of change, of survival, of um, endurance, and. In, in in the Star Wars universe, the Jedi are um, they're purged from from the worlds. Uh, the Galactic Empire has tried to kill every Jedi off, and Cal Kestis managed to survive this, and he is now living his life as a simple a simple scrapper. He finds he finds scrap and makes money off of it. Uh, he is found, and now he's on the run and on the fight against the Empire. And throughout everything, he keeps going from the rebellion, um, from the Republic. Uh, he has evolved, um, you know, from the Jedi Order to the rebellion and and is now in the fight against the Galactic Empire. And he, he's just trying to survive. He's not antagonistic at first um, towards the Empire. He's just simply living life until the Empire attacks him. And he's 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 he, he becomes antagonistic because that's how he survives. 
he also just has one of the coolest lightsabers. Like if I am going to get a lightsaber on my body, it was it was gonna be Cal Kestis's. Um, next up, I, I do want to get uh, Ahsoka Tano's. I love love her love her meaning, um, the meaningfulness of her sabers. Um, and then I, I'm thinking maybe Darth Maul's because I want to get like one gray Jedi, one Jedi, and then one Sith to kind of balance it out. Um, you know, perfect balance. I think that'd be nice, but I, I don't know. I will, we'll we'll see what happens. If you want to know, like, to understand why collectibles are so important, you have to understand, of course, why stories are so important. And and stories are so important for so many reasons, whether they're real, whether they're fictional. It's something that I've broken down so many times, and I'm, I'm actually taking a college class right now on it, um, which, ironically enough, I didn't know what the college class was about. I started this podcast in December. I signed up for this class late January, and I had no idea. It's called The Art of Being Human. And then halfway through, we're we're starting to talk about out like like the stuff that I talk about on this podcast. Like, why do we tell stories? Why are stories important to us? I fell in love with this class, but that's just a quick side note. Um, if you are able to take a class called "The Art of Being Human," I recommend. <laughs> um, and if you enjoy this podcast, you'll probably enjoy that class. At the end of the day, the whole why collectibles matter um, is the wrong question. Because it's so, it's so redundant almost. Let, let me explain. People do things because they have free will. They choose to do these things. If you're choosing to get collectibles, it's because they make you happy. It's that simple. It's not because they're not grown. It's not because this or that. It's because they can and it made them happy. I almost forgot how happy it made me. I haven't bought a statue in so long um, because I, I just – I haven't found any that I was, like, really interested in. But I came across this one at GameStop today, the Cal Kestis one I mentioned earlier. I forgot how happy it makes me. It makes me really happy to have that, to put it on display, to look at that and say, hell yeah, look at that. <laughs> um, and to some people, it's pathetic. And that's fine if that's how you view it. It's sad. It's sad that that's how you view it. I mean, you know, someone else's happiness, whatever. I would I would argue if you cannot find happiness as simple as that, then you are the one as with some some underlying issue. And I'm not saying I don't have issues, but it's not because I buy collectibles. <laughs> and vice versa, I don't buy collectibles because I have issues. And you know, a lot of people don't acknowledge um, how similar things are. And I find it so funny how hypocritical a lot of these things are. Um, one thing that um, kind of, like, reminds me of it, uh, for example, is watching sports games and then watching people play video games. Um, I always hear adults say, like, why would you want to watch someone play a video game? Would you just want to play it yourself? Why would you want to watch someone play a sports game like it's just it's entertaining it's fun the commentary is fun the the events happening are fun not everyone's going to do it the same way I'm not going to play the game the same way this guy's going to play the game it's interesting to watch that's that's one of the hypocritical the hip the like you know hypocritical things that I I've I've seen and it very it very much so reminds me of like someone watching someone buy collectibles of Star Wars and going that guy's a nerd but then they, they turn around and they spend a bunch of money on whatever their interests are. Um, and and like maybe it's maybe it's stones or rocks or um, um, 
I, I forget what they're called, like oars. Um, what, what, what do a lot of like stereotypical, like the teenage girls kind of have crystals, crystals, um, stuff like that. Like you can spend your money on this because it makes you happy because it resonates with you just as I can, I can, I can purchase all of this stuff because it resonates with me. I, I see it. I see it no differently. Um, and you know, not every geek is spending like thousands and thousands of dollars. If they have thousands of dollars to spend, then maybe they will. But some of them, they just casually buy like a pop or two and call it good. And just like every, every person who loves crystals aren't going to spend thousands of dollars on crystals. They're, they're going to buy like you know, an amethyst, uh, uh, something here, something there, and call it good. I, I don't know my crystals too well. I, I have a clear quartz necklace um, because it reminds me of a kyber saber crystal. Um, but it also promotes self-love, um, apparently. And um, I just, I just, I thought that was, that was really nice. And it was, it was a cheap little necklace. I was like, I don't know if this is true or not. But either way, if this part isn't true, then at least it looks like a kyber saber crystal. And I will at least love it for that. Um, if you don't know, Kyber Sabers power the lightsabers. Um, uh, when you go to Ilum as a young Jedi Padawan, <laughs> you use the Force and you find it. I'm probably losing so many of you right now. And I'm sorry. But yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's just, it powers the lightsabers. Be able to find joy in little things like opening up a pack of Pokemon cards or even baseball cards if that's what you collect. Be able to find the joy in little things, collecting collecting quarters or rocks or crystals or or uh, Hot Wheels, what what Lego pop figures, statues, like action figures, whatever you collect, find the joy in that something as small as that. I mean, come on, this is this is something so small that you can find joy in. That's that's amazing. That's beautiful, and it connects you with these worlds that we're so attached to that we fall in love with. There is something beautiful about collecting that is overshadowed by the stigma of um, of geeks collecting um, what what are what are commonly considered to be toys, um, and and I don't know I don't know why showing Funko Pops online um, res- um, resorts in people calling them dolls and stuff like. Like, do they think I'm going to be... I, I, I get a lot of people get upset at that, and I see why, but they're so antagonistic towards it. Like, okay, yeah, they kind of are dolls. Like, in a way, I see what you mean. They they don't really do much. Like, it's all up to the imagination, but, you know, I don't really care because they still make me happy no matter what you decide to call them, no matter how they make you feel. I'm not collecting them for you. I'm collecting them for me. It's like... That's kind of the the basic premise of collecting, I feel like. So, so yeah. I mean, I I love collecting at this point because it, there's a wow factor to it. I'm not going to lie. I do collect a lot because there's a wow factor. People walk in my room and they go, "Whoa. He is the geek king. Holy shit." <laughs> I I I talk to people um and and they're like, "Okay, hold on." I'm getting distracted. I remember on Zoom a lot of the time I would I would turn on my camera and teachers would be like, "Holy, you you're in a store? What was what is the pop figures behind you? Like, do you want to explain what's going on? Like, where you are?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, this is my bedroom. I I collect. I'm a little bit of a geek." And they're like, "Yeah, a little bit." <laughs> 
it's also a nice way of connecting with people online. Like if I'm on TikTok, I'll make a video. It may have nothing to do with Star Wars, but if I'm standing in front of like my Star Wars wall, I'm going to get a comment that's like, oh my God, this guy's cool. Like it helps. It helps out a lot. Um, there's, there's a lot of things that I just, I love about these, these collectibles and it just, it really helps us, um, express ourselves and our, our, the things we enjoy. Um, and yeah, the next time, the next time you like start to think about collectibles, really, really sit down and really think like, why does it bring you joy? I guess for me, for me, um, a lot of these bring me joy because it just connects me with, with whatever I'm passionate about, um, and there is a wow factor to it, like I mentioned before, which I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely, I'm, I'm, I'm stoked about. Like there was never a wow factor before until recently, but recently, uh, I'd say, I'd say within the past year, I, I've gained the wow factor with my collection, and it's not, it's not like to the point where like major geeks are going to be jealous over my collection, but like you know, I, I, I got my foot in the door. I, I'm there. I'm there. I just, I, I got. I got a little bit more to go. <laughs> um, maybe some pop figure collectors are a little jealous if they are like minor collectors and they want to be major collectors. But aside from that, not really. And that's only because I've been collecting pop figures for like five, oh God, six years now. Six years. We're going on six years in two weeks. I got my first one um, 2018, uh, February 2018. <laughs> uh, with that being said, this has been my declara declaration. I'm going to start wrapping up. But I hope you guys did enjoy. I hope you guys continue to enjoy. I hope you guys um, try out collecting if you haven't already. And um, I hope you guys share this podcast if it's something that you enjoyed. So, yeah, please spread the word. And go check out the links in the below. With that being said, goodbye. <laughs>